Welcome back to the Fat Banter Podcast. Fat Banter! I am one of your co-hosts, the fat white guy, Ramsey, a.k.a. EJ, a.k.a. Asshole. And I'm with my co-host. Kevin. I'm the fat black guy. And uh, a.k.a. Kevin, a.k.a. Kevin Kevin, a.k.a. Lil Kev, a.k.a. Kevin Jr., a.k.a. Hey, hey dude, hey, hey. Um, and then AKA <laughs> Carter of Kevin. Carter, Carter of Kevin, yeah. So guys, we're back with another episode this week, and this week we're going to actually talk. We're going to dig in about about uh, last Friday. Me and uh, me and Carter here, we went to the uh, movies and saw Gal- yeah. Gardens of the Galaxy three. We're going. This episode is going to be a Gardens of Galaxy heavy episode because it's going to be retrospect of. Volume three, but also about the soundtracks of the movie from all three of the movies, and because the fucking soundtrack kind of makes the fucking movie. It yeah, it always has. But uh, but first we were just before we I hit record, uh, we were talking about Ted Lasso because unfortunately uh, today um, when we're recording this, the uh, final episode of season three. Dropped, which is probably going to be the last. It, it seemed like it's the last episode of, of the series. Season finale. I mean, series finale. Um, I think there's going to be some spinoffs, and I hope I hope so because I think there's some great things that can still happen with the storylines. Uh, but uh, we're not going to spoil that because Kevin's only into episode three of season three. Yeah. Uh, but we we're just talking about how like the cast and how Got great the fucking show is. Yeah. It's one of those shows that should never be this fucking good. And just uh, the cast of characters on this on this thing, like um, Jason Dudekis. Solid. Solid. Co- solid. Comedian. He, he, he award winning. Yeah. Which is Very solid. fucking. When, when, they, when, I, when I heard first heard they won awards, I was like, God damn. Like. It's it's fucking that good. Let's say Sadek is probably he he's funny without being funny. You know? He's probably like that that funny guy you know that always makes you laugh, but when you think of the funniest people in your life you don't think of him. He's he's funny, but you were like, Oh wait, this guy's funny and you're like, Oh yeah, Jason's funny. Yeah. And and this is like he doesn't say funny things, he's just facial expressions and it's like undercover funny you know what i mean yeah he has the, he has those characters where it's just like so fucking idiotic yeah it's so like it just makes your your skin quiver like ted lasso yeah coach lasso is god the most corniest fucking person on the planet yes but, but it's, it's so fucking hilarious because how so he funny. says it and, and it, just facial expression, like, and, mm-hmm. and it's uh, he puts his whole heart into it. And it's like seems <sighs> come from a sincere place, and it's like you can't sincerely mean that. Yeah, it's, it's just like, it's just like oh, funny, and the um, and the guys that that buy into him, they buy all the way into him too, like the uh, the rest of the coaching staff, and wh- uh, what are they called? The the dogs, the greyhounds, the greyhounds, and they oh. Oh, the Diamond Dogs. The Diamond Dogs. Yeah, that's it. And it was Diamond Dog moment. It was a Diamond Dog. Ooh, that is so funny to have. It kind of makes you want to wish you had friends like that. That guy's just just 
all the way in with you. You know what I mean? It's hilarious, and um, and people do with this podcast, and and the team. Well, there. Um, one of the things I remember is uh, the dude who uh, who left the team and grew had gray hair. The little what's his name, Nick? Nick is oh, uh, Nathan. Nathan. Nate. Yeah. Nate the Great. Nate. Yeah. He. Uh, they saw. <laughs> they saw him rip down the sign, the believe sign, and that. They saw him do it at halftime, and then they went out there and just kicked the other team's ass. They were just fighting the whole time. You remember that? Yeah. So yeah, but <laughs> the contest that that is that's when he quit uh, when he left the team. Yeah. The season before he he came in, tore the sign down and everything, mm-hmm. and then they saw the video and they were going. They wanted to show the team before the game. Yeah. Uh, uh, Roy Kent and um, Coach Beard. But Ted was like, no, no yeah, I'm not going to show that. And then at halftime, they were getting their ass whooped. And to get them motivated, they showed the team, and the team went in there and just beat the living <laughs> shit out of them. Yeah. And when you're yeah. down eight, you're playing with eight men. At, at one, <laughs> they were playing with eight men at that one point. I was like, holy yeah, cause they fuck, this is like a, that's not a good cars. moment. But um, other than, I mean, it's just the, the the little moments, especially with Roy Kent. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roy Kent and when he's with his niece are yeah. probably the greatest moments in the fucking show. Yeah, because he's like, like all this tough guy, and he's still that tough guy with her. But he's like, like she he she breaks his heart. Like she'll break him and be like, "Come on, Uncle Kent. Come on, mm-hmm. Uncle Uncle Roy." <laughs> But so, oh man, it, it's a great show. I I love it. I, it it's it's one of the best ever. It, best it should ever never be this good. Yeah, it's just so good. And the thing is, too, it's it's just not in America that's that 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 took it and said it's great. They love it. Mm-hmm. It's worldwide. They love it. Like because they even had like coaches from the Premier League, and some of them are some the some of the coaches. Are so cold and how you call it? Um, don't they don't want to deal with this shit? Re- reserve over, oh, not reserved. Um, assholes. Yeah, that's basically what it is. Assholes. Like ah, oh, fuck. They they they're like Bill they, Belichick's right. No, like, no, no. Bill Belichick will fucking will talk to if you, if you want to talk X's and O's. Bill coy. Belichick will stop and talk to you X's and O's. They're coy. I think they're. They're assholes, though. They're too. Their head can't fit in a hat because their head's too big. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. they're they're just the ego is just so big. Yeah. Um, like Pep, Pep, Pep was in the show and had like it was just like hey, you know it was it was a good it was a good I was like wow you got Pep doing it that's yeah Pep's a, a dick. <laughs> you know, so I mean and that's coming from you. Yeah, I'm a, I'm an <laughs> asshole. Look, I, I I know I'm an asshole, but. I'm a lovable asshole. He's not a lovable asshole. And and I was actually thinking, I was thinking to myself, would, would I play for Coach Lasso? Mm-hmm. I, and I was like, man, I can't play for that shit because he keeps coming out. I'd be like, what the fuck wrong with you? I need someone to fucking curse me out. I need, but like, look, motherfucker. <laughs> you know, but then I was like, just the shit that he does, the little fucking things he do, I was like, yeah. Yep. Nah, I, could, I could rock with that motherfucker. Wasn't there an episode where he turned? It was uh, instead of Ted Lasso, he was like uh, led 
lead lasso, lead tasso or something like that. Oh, when he when he becomes um he becomes the the, the jerk the jerk uh, the uh, coach. Jerk. Yeah. Oh, that shit was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, it's time for the, it's time for. I was like, oh shit! I would been like, I would look at it and be like, fuck this. <laughs> I probably would have walked off like, fuck this. But uh, jerk, oh, it was funny. It was funny, but it's like, damn, what's up with that? Yeah, it, it just, it just, he just, he just. It's like little role. He plays it a role to get motivation. It's like mm-hmm. uh, I don't need motiv- I don't need that type of motivation. I just need somebody to just fucking curse me. I'll be like, fucking do your job. I'm like, all right, cool, babe. Like Roy Kent as a coach is my type of coach. Yeah. Bloody hell. <laughs> just fucking do it. But that's that, that's <laughs> my type of coach. Um, but they work. So, it just works so well. The chemistry was just it just so. So it's just like so great. It just, man, it, it just, I don't know more what to say. Keely. Keely's awesome too. Yeah. She, so like, she would be a great girlfriend. Or so just a good friend. And, and it's funny because like, like the, the stars like Hannah Waddingham, who plays uh, Rebecca Walton, uh-huh. man, is a phenomenal actress. Yeah. And for her to do this role... Even um, seeing like uh, interviews with Sudeikis and Hunt, they were like, "Yeah, we didn't believe we can get anybody like that." And when she said, "Yeah, I'll do it," and, and it was just like, "Holy shit!" And it, it clicks so well. Like her her chemistry with with Sudeikis is phenomenal. Hers with with uh, Ke- with uh, Juno Temple as Keely is is phenomenal. It just, I mean. Once in a lifetime, you get a series that's just so fucking good. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah God. Ted Lasso, it's up there. Let's put it in the top five. All time. All time? Top five all time? What, what, what would you say? What would, uh, top five. Uh, what's your top, what, top, what's your top, top five? My top five, Martin, Fresh Prince, not in this order. Martin, Fresh Prince, Cosby Show. Um, hmm. uh, Martin, Fresh. This sitcoms, though, huh? This, this is a sitcom. This is a sitcom, right? Okay. Yeah. Um, TV show, sitcom, sitcom. Uh, let's see. I said Martin, Fresh Prince, Cosby Show. Um, dang. Friends, because I'm I'm never disappointed with friends. Um, I will go. Then it would be Ted Lasso. That's that would be, be Ted Lasso. Yeah. All right. So yeah, like Ted Lasso. So with I that, will put it there. Yeah. So uh, let's see. Maybe even before Friends. I don't know. Yeah, I, I would. I, I don't would. know. For, for me, for, for me personally, Friends. I would put friends did so much. For for TV um, franchises, that's yeah. it's oh, ridiculous. No, you know what? Swap that out. Instead of Friends, Seinfeld. I will go Seinfeld, Seinfeld, and then Ted Lasso. All right, I understand the Cosby Show, but goddamn, that is such the most corniest fucking show I ever saw. No, mm. that's like fucking no, w- no, it's not corny. No, it is, dude. No, for iconic moments, for black people, Cosby Show is in there. 
because you got so many. It's just like things that that Cliff did. It was the uh, just yeah. It's just Cosby Show. If Cosby Show is on, which it won't be because you know, because and um, but if it's on, I'm not passing it up. Those other shows are not passing up. None of those shows, I'm not passing up. If I'm scrolling through, I will pass up Friends. So, so the asshole in me is going to be like, okay, it's it's Martin Cosby Show and Will and Fresh Prince is on at the same time. What are you watching? Uh, Martin. I will watch Martin. So uh, Martin, yeah, I so, will watch Martin. So with me now, probably back in the day. Back when they first came out, Fresh Prince, Fresh Prince, probably. So I'm well, since the slap, probably Fresh Fresh Prince. <laughs> so I, I'll probably I'll say this: my top five is a little bit different. Uh huh. Um, my, I but I have my number one show. It's okay. dropped down. It, it's it's the West Wing. West Wing. West Wing, hands down. But it's not a, a sitcom. It is a sitcom. West Wing is is a sitcom. Yes. You sure about that? It's a it's considered a, a drama. A sitcom is a fucking TV show. It's a drama sitcom. No, sitcom means situation comedy. That's what sitcom stands for. Oh, so you're just talking about comedy? Yeah, just comedies. Oh fuck! Oh, because <laughs> if I you do drama, then you got to put what uh, NYPD Blue in there, and no, not you. <laughs> Fuck no. Blue Bloods. <laughs> no. Uh, okay, so with that, then, then okay, for comedies, it would be, I don't have a drop-down favorite. Fuck. Probably might be Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso number one? It could be I number I one. I won't, I, won't, I, won't, I won't put numbers on it because I don't. My, my top five moment. TV shows all the time is mm-hmm. is is probably not comedies, uh-huh. um, but I'll say um, Fresh Prince, mm-hmm. um, Fresh Prince, How I Met Your Mother. Oh, that's a good one. That's top ten for me. Um, Friends. Mm-hmm. I would have to put Ted Lasso. And uh, fuck. Say by the bell. Say by the bell. Yeah. Not bad at all. Say by the bell. My top top ten. I just think because like growing up is like that's shit on Saturday. Say by the bell was an awesome show, man. Plus, okay, what time you put it on? Plus, they got (laughs) three hottest chicks in the nineties at some point. Yes, all three. All three. All three would, all three right now. They all look good still. So, so what is your top five TV shows of all time? All time TV shows, like yeah, top five all time. Drama, everything. Um, top five TV series. Damn, put me on the spot, huh? There you Let go. Let me see. Mm. No reality. No reality TV. No reality? Fuck okay. No. <laughs> mm. Shit. 
Uh, we have to go. Stranger Things. In any order? Not no, just, no, you don't have to okay. put a label. Okay. Like, to me, my all-time number one for me, uh, the greatest show that I think they ever that they made is The West Wing. Okay. To me. Mm-hmm. Number two for me is mm-hmm. Skins, the UK version. Okay. You know, that's just me. That's, that's you know, me. Um... But you don't have to put you don't have to put numbers on it. But those are the top two. That's one two. Hammer it down. That that that's one two. Um, like I said, Martin's in the top. Even even with the um, even with the dramas coming in. Oh, uh, you know what? I, I forgot. I forgot my number. Uh, I forgot we're gonna to put it in the top five. Uh-huh. Coach. Coach. In my in my my comedies. Yeah. yeah. That'll be in my top five all-time shows too, because that helped uh, he shape pro- me through uh for the game of love and the position that I love. Yeah, um, he probably be he probably be in my top ten. I could I give him number eight, a solid number eight, number number eight. Yeah, because I've I've I watched every episode of it, every episode of Coach. Uh, Minnesota Screaming Eagles. Minnesota <laughs> State Screaming Eagles. When his butt's up in the air, it's going to be a pass. The tackle. And they intercepted the ball and ran it back to win the game. The national championship. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow. Um, what else? bowl game was that at? They won the national championship in what bowl game? Uh, it was a dome. Was it the Santa Fe? <laughs> no, not Santa Fe. Um was it the Alamo Dome? Yes. <laughs> I remember that. The Alamo Dome. Uh, I don't remember which. The Fiesta? No. It was the Alamo Bowl. Alamo Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> Before the Alamo Bowl was the Alamo Bowl. My top TV shows. Shit. I would have to say. I'm drawing a blank, dude. If you wouldn't ask me. Hmm. For someone who watches fucking TV <laughs> I know. so much, too I know. much, you comes up to a fucking blank of your top five shows of top, all time. Top five shows of all time. It's probably those comedies. Because I don't know if I could watch uh, drama over and over. You don't have to watch them over and over. I mean, I, mean, yeah. I watch it. I watch the fucking West Wing every five. Like it takes me every once every five years. I watch it. Oh, Entourage. Entourage is one of my favorite shows. Okay, I watched that one from front to back. True Blood Scandal. True Blood Scandal. Damn. See, that's what I'm thinking. I can't think of nothing right now. Um, Scandal. I watched every episode of that. Um. I watched every fucking episode of, of fucking Looney Tunes, but I'm not going to put that as one of my favorite shows of all time, though. You know what? Tiny Tunes was fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was okay. What else? It didn't, Family it didn't guy? Never, never, never lived up to the to my number four, and which is DuckTales. DuckTales. Man, I, I watched DuckTales out of... Um, Cause that's what it was. The, I would say the Disney afternoon. The Disney afternoon, yeah. Um, 
you know, I'm such a big Ducktales fan. I got Scrooge McDuck over over my over my uh, right shoulder yeah, over I here. I see him. I see him sitting there, looking at me. Um, <sighs> damn, I can't think of any TV shows. Yeah, this is going to to complete shit. <laughs> I know. Ask him a tough question, but uh, <laughs> let's get away because this for now we're going to be we're going to be here um um for the next thirty minutes trying to figure yeah. out shows. But let's go into the Guardians of the Galaxy, where we just saw on Volume Three, which we saw sat, uh, Monday, uh, fucking Friday. Yeah, I'm losing. Fuck, I'm thinking all, it's, this, all the days, every day of the week. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> to be off on that Friday and to go, it yeah. was you know, it fucked me up. But um, you know, the the gang was back together. Here's. Give or take uh, a member or two, but uh, I'll let you start off with it because I, you're more better with that. Okay, so it's crazy to see these people like in real life. <laughs> uh, like I was watching a day, a week in the life of Karen. How you say her last name? Gillian. Gen. Karen Gillen. Karen Gillen. Yeah, and uh, her stand-in. Was her standing? They look. They look like each other in real life, even though she has all the makeup on. In Guardians, right? And she was like, "Yeah, I've been on on other movies with you too." In Jumanji, I was like, "The first two Jumanjis." I was like, "Wait a minute, she was in Jumanji." Now I see her, and I remember exactly who she is. Well, I I realized I put it together before right now, but um, to see her is is crazy. Yeah. And Jumanji, yeah, she she was awesome in Jumanji. And um, to say that was that was her, and she's like Scottish or something. Yes, British. Um, she, she is from, from Inverness, Inverness, United Kingdom. So that's which like is, Scotland, huh? Uh, yeah, Scotland. Scottish? Yeah, she's definitely Scottish. Because you, when you hear her talk, it's like, oh, shit. But the way she does, uh, I'm going to mess up her name. In, uh, what's her name in, in Guardians? Uh, oh, it's a, uh, um, fuck. Okay. Nebula. Nebula, yeah. Because the way she talks in that one, she's just like, she's from Ohio or something. And um, who else? Dave Batista. I just see Dave Batista and uh, well, he was WCW. WWE. WWE. Yeah, I WWE see. World Champion multiple times. Soon, um, soon to be uh, WWE Hall of Fame at, one, at some point. But yeah, it's a uh, um, for his role. I mean, for him, the less talk. Action, it's the perfect role for him as uh, Drax. Uh, Vin Diesel as Groot, that's also a great role because I don't like to hear him fucking speak anyway. Uh. But um, with Chris Pratt being pretty quail, I think that just uh, how they just went down the line and had the casting was 100% on the dot. Yeah. Cuz you you see Chris Pratt, you don't think action hero, but 
I mean, he handles his own quite well. And in the team, he does, you know, great. And he has a the real slick, just kind of like Jason Sudeikis, doesn't mean to be funny, but it's funny as fuck. Yeah. Just by expressions or his, like, tones. And to me, he has one of the greatest, I think it was the greatest um, blooper um, in, in TV history. So in Parts and Recreations, they're in a fucking meeting, mm-hmm. and they're, like, talking about how it was, a, like, an underdog story. And he goes, he goes, well, Kim Kardashian is a, is an underdog story. And then um, and they were like, I don't think so. They were like, oh, yeah, well, in the video, she did have come on her back. <laughs> and everyone started, but the people that you, some of the actors that you would never would think will break character, broke fucking <laughs> character. It was like that's the greatest fucking blooper of all time. Oh, they they said uh, that the when he when he uh, he improvised that line in a movie. He was like, "Open the fucking door," <laughs> and that's the only f bomb in the MCU I think ever, or maybe not. But that was the only one in the movie. But he yeah he, he impro- only get one in the PG thirteen movie. So like he uh he improvises uh improvs a lot mm-hmm. in his movies and you get it from you got it in um uh fuck I can't think of that Jurassic Park Jurassic Park uh in Zero Dark Thirty he was good <laughs> you don't think of that one do you yeah he was in there he was Zero Dark Thirty <laughs> yes very much so where the fuck have I you see it. There it is. He was good in Magnificent Seven, too. Zero Dark. I don't see Zero Dark. That's not the whole thing. He got more. Zero what fucking character plays in Zero Dark Thirty? Because he plays a soldier. Uh, see, like, I'm so... <laughs> I am so... In that whole movie, Jessica Chastain, I'm just... Yeah. I'm so focused on her the whole fucking time. I, that's why I went and saw the movie, because he was in it. Uh, between Jessica Chastain and Jason Clark, those two, I was just like, I was like, Chris Pratt's in there. Oh, it's got to be funny. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, nah, nah, I didn't think that. No, that movie is not funny, but it's a uh, fucking good movie. Th- what is that? Tomorrow, Tomorrow War. Have you seen that? No, I watched that. I fell asleep on it. I can sit here right here. Half these fucking movies, I, I probably did not watch. Her, that was a good movie. Let's see. Go back up. That's I'm looking at the beginning of the movies that he's done because some of these are fucking terrible. Strangers with Candy. I don't remember him in Jim and the Holograms. What the fuck? I'm, I don't remember that. I remember movie 43. You do? Because he was with his wife at the time. They they played. That's the one he was shitting. He was eating all the burritos and the Taco Bell. Because uh-huh. he, his uh, girlfriend wanted a fucking shit. He wanted him to shit on her. Oh, man. So he was like... Like, like, so like a sexual way. So he was trying yeah. to eat all these and taking the fucking, uh, uh, the Maalox and everything to try to get the, the, the shit. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Her? Have you seen that? No. Her? That's a really good movie. Really good. You, you should watch that. Uh, I doubt I'm going to uh, watch that. Yeah. It, no, I'm telling you. Yeah, I'm probably I'm, not going to watch it. Yeah, yeah, you should, though. <laughs> I know you probably won't. No, I won't. Uh, Bridal Wars? Bride Wars? 
Pride Wars. I like saw that say, one. Eh? Eh. Why? Eh. Why did you see that? Because I, at one point I did have a fucking fiance. And oh, okay. Never when mind. she was on this fucking earth. And <laughs> yeah, I saw a lot of shit I didn't want to see. I still have not seen, but the one, the two movies she wanted me to fucking see, I still have not seen it, and I will never see Kate and Leopold and fucking The Notebook. Oh, you haven't seen The Notebook? Nope. Huh? Nope. I'm not going to say anything. I'm not, I'm not going to see it. <laughs> okay. Me and her fought. We fought to a... We broke up because of that fucking movie. Really? Yeah, I didn't want to see it. I was going to pay for the movies. Same thing with Kate Leopold. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Let's, let's, go, let's, let's go drop back when How High dropped, which was what year? Fuck, that's... Probably two, 2013 or something like that? 20, no, 23? Two, 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 yeah, 2003. 2003. Yeah, 2003. So, it was me and Megan, Sam and... We're not going to say the girl's name at that time. Sam and some chick. Some some one of <laughs> Megan's friends. Yeah, we were going to the movies. I was paying for everybody. Mm-hmm. Me, Sam, and the other girl, girl X. We we're gonna call not girl X. No, 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 girl A. We we're gonna call her. Mm-hmm. We were we were she was, the the girl was like I don't care. We're, I'm not paying for it. I, we watch anything you're gonna pay. If EJ's gonna pay for it, he, I don't care. He's paying for it. I don't care. Sam really wanted to go see How High. I wanted to go see How High. Now, mind you, in this four in this four group, I'm the only white person in this group, and I probably wanted to see the movie more than anybody in that group. Mm. And I was going to pay for everybody. I'm paying for everybody. And Megan was like, "My friends at LSU said that movie is so fucking stupid." And it's waste of fucking money, and it's not funny, and blah, blah. Going off, and I stopped, and I looked, I goes, I don't trust none of your friends tasting movies. Mm. And they goes, well, they're black. I'm like, yeah, they're not black, black. You they know, they're not, they're not, no. <laughs> I don't, no. They go to LSU? They go to LSU, but they always hang out. They're, they're, they're one of those, they go to LSU, but they go hang out at Southern, mm. you know. Yeah, I go to LSU with all the white people, but I got to go to Southern and hang out because I need, you know, I need to try to be, you know, the wannabes, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, we're in the movies, and she was like, I want to go see Kate and Leopold. And I'm like, I'm not fucking seeing Kate and Leopold. I'm like, if you want to go see Kate and Leopold, you go buy your fucking ticket and go watch Kate and Leopold. Damn. I'm going to buy us three the fucking ticket to How High. She was like, you're not going to fucking like it. And all my friends, I'm like, your fucking friends are fucking white, black, or more whiter than I am. <laughs> so we go to a fucking movie. And we're arguing the whole time. Now, we're in a movie. She's just sitting there, arms crossed, pissed off as shit. And then she starts laughing. And then she starts grabbing my arm, put her, put her head on, on my shoulder, and just like, it's, and she's like, you're right. This movie is f- hilarious. And I was like, I know. I know. <laughs> and I said, anytime you say your friends don't like a fucking movie, don't trust them. And like, we got out the movie and like, and she was all lovey-dovey. And, and then her friend was like, what the fuck happened? And I was like, we're taking her, because 
Megan lived closer to the movie theaters, and then a girl lived out in the fucking east. <laughs> so we dropped off Megan first, and I was like, because her fucking friends are fucking more white than I am. Mm-hmm. I was like, they don't, they don't know that shit. And like, they, you know, no. And I was just like, I know what I want to fucking watch. I'm gonna watch that fucking movie because I, I, I can relate to it. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Her friends don't relate to that shit. Yeah. They're all prep, all preppy. Fuck that. Like they haven't been in the fucking to the get been in fucking school where fucking gunshots rang through the fucking window. Uh-huh. You know, I'm like, nah, fuck this shit. The electric state. That says twenty thousand two thousand twenty four, huh? The I don't see what the fuck are you saying. Next I don't to Bright that. Awards. Next to Bright Awards. Yeah, it says twenty twenty four. Okay. I don't you got movies you haven't even uh-huh. come out yet? Yeah, but they're in the field. if they're in the guild, they're they're ready to be uh, presented. I guess I don't know. So yeah, you know Chris Pratt. Going back to to Chris yeah. Pratt, so yeah, I think Chris Pratt was a great uh, great lead, great lead, and a well, great. We, we found out. Oh, do we want a spoiler alert? I don't give a fuck. We give a spoiler. Fuck them. Um, we find out the protagonist of this. Uh, the uh, all three movies was actually Rocket, not Chris Pratt, not Star Lord, or Peter Quill. So, well, I think I think because the previous movies was telling Peter Quill's story. Yeah, and they how they went to go through it is like Guardians of the Galaxy is not over, over, but the new iteration of it is coming, and Rocket's going to be the leader. Rocket's gonna be leader, yeah. So I think it's finally we had to know what what makes Rocket tick. So I think they had to do the origin story to to push him into the forefront, which was, I think was fucking done great. It was. Ving Rhames is in Guardians. Uh, yeah, he's one of the um. One of the voices. No, he was uh uh in Guardian. He was. Da, 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 da. Um, let me see. Mm-mm. Let's see. Da, 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 da. Go through. Ga- Galaxy uh, 2. Oh, he's in 2. Charlie 27. Is a what? Is a fictional character? Hey, he was... um. Okay, if you watch the movie, you'll see him, and you'll be like, oh, okay. I can't tell you what, what his role was, but you, when you watch the movie, you'll be like, oh, okay, yeah. Okay. Big Marines. <coughs> okay, so to recap the movie, it starts off with Rocket. Motherfucker. What? The microphone's not at the fucking ceiling. Uh, I'm looking at the ceiling. Yeah, but you don't talk. If you're talking, if you're looking up and talking to the <laughs> ceiling, you can't talk. You're not talking to the microphone. Can't you hear me now. Yes, because you sound like you're fucking far, far away. Oh, okay. far, 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 away. far away. I can hear myself so well. Okay, so I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm getting ready to throw this fucking remote. Uh, so uh, okay, the. Gardens, 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 guardians of the galaxy starts off with uh, what's his name? Warlock, Adam, Adam Warlock, Adam Warlock, 
flying through the air, and he crashes and tackles Rocket. Is that how it started? No. Peter Crow being drunk. Yeah. Peter Crow being drunk. And they go get him. They're playing the music. Oh, oh, start start off with the with the music they they were playing with. You remember? You remember what song it was? Cause it was a cool song. I don't remember the beginning of the, the song and the beginning of the movie. Um, it was a sad song. They don't have them by. Is it in order mm-hmm. by? Mm-mm. No. No. That would be cool if they did though. Like the discology of the Guardians, like all three in order. Uh, yeah, all three movies in order of the songs that they played. Just keep, keep, keep talking. And oh, it's creep. Oh, is that the first one? Yeah, it's the. Uh the, first, um, the one they were playing. Th- he was playing it over the loudspeaker, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was Creep. Mm-hmm. A Radiohead classic. We all know this song. And it was like, it's like they're going through the, through um, showing nowhere where they, their, their new home. They were putting up the sign that said Guardians of the Galaxy in the Cree language of, uh, the Cree language of the Cree, and um, they're putting up the sign, which looked like the logo of the movie. It was in the, you know the same font or whatever, and um, so it's just like okay, he's going through. And it's like okay, what's going on? Peter comes, and Rocket goes. In, no, Rocket and Nebula, or Rocket does. Rocket walks in, and he gets some. You don't have to go. You can do highlights. You don't have to tell the whole fucking movie. Yeah, I mean, I, I remember it so well, though. I understand that, but then when you play the we music, we're going to be here for three and a half hours talking about the fucking movie. Talking about the movie. Oh, we just so. talk about how great was the movie. Like, talk about. We just need to talk about the movie. Just talk about like how how it ties in from the past two movies. How is it? Uh, is it the best second, third, and in, in the for the series? Like which. Like talk like that. Don't don't. We don't have to go into every detail of like what happened mm-hmm. in the movie. Okay. Well, I'm getting to that. So, with with Peter with um Adam Warlock's getting tackling Rocket, it almost kills him, and they have to find. He has a quill switch in, inside of him, and which is what makes. It uh they can't operate on him. Can't see what's wrong with him. So they have to go and get the um the, the instructions on Rocket. And so that's how you find out about what's Rocket made of. And it's like, damn, Rocket is that complex that he has a kill switch inside of him? It's like eighty nine P one one oh one three P I'm not good with numbers, so when they said the numbers, I was like, yeah, that 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 lost me. 89 P103, I think it was. Something like that. Yeah. Are you fucking eating? Like, because I just hear mm-hmm. chewing. You hear me chewing? 
Yeah. yeah get the fuck I'm out of here. These, uh, these Girl Scout cookies. He's toast. Toast, yay. <laughs> and a French toast style cookie, which is um, so absolutely delicious. So let me, uh, I guess, uh, if I keep letting you go, you want to go into detail everything about the movie. So out of the three movies, what was your favorite? Uh, what's your favorite volume? My favorite volume is volume. I'm about to say being introduced on oh they're all I don't know they're like like your kids you can't really pick a favorite you all like them oh, for that, their that's that's a lie everybody tells you that that's a fucking lie you parents have favorites mhm my parents don't <laughs> i guarantee you your mom has a favorite yes i know who's her favorite the one that gave her a grandson right now yeah that, that don't bring that shit up man <laughs> that's sensitive no, I'm just kidding. Um, no, no, no. When Jamal, Jamal got that first place when once he got that that baby. <laughs> yeah. You can overtake this once well, you give her once you give her a grandchild. Yeah. You give her a grandchild that she lives in the same city with. That she can see. You jump up daily. number one. She see daily. Yeah. You can jump up to number one. <laughs> but right like, now, Jamal has to hold the number one spot. Number one spot. He got it. Well, Jameson's number one now. Oh yeah, fuck, fuck, fuck all y'all. Yeah, yeah, he's he's taking the top spot. She had um, pictures on the refrigerator of me because I put them there, but now she voluntarily put <laughs> pictures of of her of Jameson on there. Oh yeah, that that's it's, it's over. It does. Mm-hmm. Your your don't count. Yeah. Once that grandchild gets born, you don't count. They get away with a murder, and and what's gonna piss piss you off is you're gonna see them break rules. The same rules you broke, and then it's like, well, what the fuck? I couldn't do that. <laughs> you let me do that. Well, why? That's fucked up. That's crazy. I, you that's know, crazy, man. And that's every fucking grandparent I know. I remember, like, my aunts and all like that. Mm-hmm. Couldn't do this. Couldn't do that. Man, them fucking kids be running around there now. Like, they own that bitch. Like and it's like, the place. nothing said. Nothing <laughs> said. <laughs> Like you ain't you look at them and you say you ain't gonna say nothing and they be like no he can do what he want oh like that's like, my grandchild <laughs> like unbelievable one of my one of my uh, little ain't, cousins snatched the fucking nothing. food off the table <laughs> we would have done that we would have got an ass whoop mm-hmm. what happened oh that's funny huh oh that's me so, huh you want this you want so that cute. you yeah. want this you want that you can have that you don't have to ask just take it and I'm like what the <laughs> fuck. I'm like, let me get that baseball bat from the attic and let me show you this, this baseball bat I got my ass whooped with because I did that thing and I got my ass whooped. I'm like, man, fuck, fuck, fuck. It's mm, crazy. Yeah, one nephew walks in the house, walks in his grandmother's house smelling like fucking weed. Oh, you would if we, <laughs> we would have done that as fucking kids, we would have got our ass whooped. Whooped. This motherfucker just walks in, reeks, reeks, makes the whole house smell like you can, it's like it's a fucking weed shop. Dang. Yeah, I just I don't know about illegal things. You get it something, get away with something don't illegal. Get, don't get told nothing. <sighs> but, don't uh, get told nothing. Okay, well, anyway, back to the Guardians. I would say volume... See, I didn't even go to the theaters for the first Galaxy, Guardians of the Galaxy. I had to watch that on like 
you know, a streaming service or whatever. So, Guardians Two, I went, I went to the theater to watch that, and I thought the first one, the story was was better, but the execution was better on two because it it was visually stunning because you had them out in the world and you got to see i had i don't know they both have their highlights i'm gonna say in three three i probably have to see again no i think two was the best i think two was the best although the part when they held hands on holding the 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 infinity stone that part the power stone mm-hmm. that part was i'll always remember that and how a team can help but yeah i'm going to say because i didn't i didn't think they should have won in the second one like the the first one they beat the dude and it was it was it was epic but they beat him right the second one i don't think they should have won at all at all well the thing is like if they didn't win that one then we wouldn't get the the guardians in endgame mhm and then we wouldn't get nebia who was a ma- nebia and rocket was a major source of um for the uh, uh avengers in in the Infinity Gauntlet and 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 game, so it's um, they had to win, and it was the you know you have to overcome from your shitty past. I I, I think the storyline it was it was good. I didn't like the end. I think they could have done it a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. But in volume of two, volume two, yeah, volume two is probably the best one because they gave you such great characters. You got the the turn the 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 baby first the baby face turn of Nebula. In wrestling terms, you mm-hmm. know, she went from being a heel to, to a, to a face. Yeah, and then from good to bad. I from mean, bad from to bad, to good. bad to good. Yeah, and then you got for then you got people. the uh, you got to see the love story starting to bloom more with um, Quill and uh, Zamora, mm-hmm. and then you got to see Baby Groot. Baby Groot. Baby Groot was probably the best fucking thing. I, I, I like I said, I think that's the greatest Marvel moment in all the movies is that opening scene of, of volume two when he's um, dancing um, while they're fighting the freaking I forgot what they're called but the the battery eating fucking monster yeah, aliens Zord or something Zord, like Zord, Zogs and some and then he just had the headphones on and he's just dancing away and <laughs> having fun and I was like that it was a fucking great opening scene it's probably one of my favorite Marvel moment mm-hmm. so I think with that too, I think with that I think too but the most relatable character is for me is in volume three. And that's uh Quill in the beginning of the movie. The the drunk being drunk. Yeah. And but being drunk not being drunk just to be drunk, it's being drunk because he misses Zamora. Mm-hmm. And I I I felt that. I lived mm-hmm. through that. I I know how that feels. Mm-hmm. And it felt like that in the movie. You felt like Oh just like gosh. that. Play the fucking music. You play the music. You get drunk, and you just you, you 
you just fuck up everything. He was fucking up his fucking friendships with his with his family mm-hmm. because he was the hurt was so much that he didn't know how to express it to his friends. Like, I don't I don't know how to do I don't know how to live until Rocket was about to die. You know, like Rocket's dying. I my best friend. He realized that's my best friend on the fucking planet. I need to fucking save him. Yeah, I gotta do something. And that, and it's an eye, it's an eye opening moment. And to me, when that eye opening moment for me was when I was told I was gonna have a uh, godson, my first god, my first god kid. And then right after that, I got a second god kid. I was like, oh mm-hmm. shit! Like I need, I need, I need to get better. Yeah. And so like with that, like it, it to me, it, I relate more to that character. Any, any Marvel movie, I relate that in, on Guardians of Three. So that's. Mm. To me, the most relatable character is Quill in that in that in that first part of the per, first part of the movie. I guess the most relatable character to me is probably Volume Two, Ego, spreading my seed across the galaxy. Now, just kidding. <laughs> uh, I would say uh, if anybody in this room <laughs> close to Ego, it'd probably be me. Yeah, it'd probably be you. Ego. When you have a, when you have five five women in five different states have a freaking miss no miss their period at the oh. same fucking time oh, and call you be like oh shit five in the five different states five different states way to go EJ yeah was, <laughs> that's really reckless <laughs> that is <laughs> oh man I was rampaging <laughs> I was rampaging along yeah. Hey, that was "Living La Vida Loca," huh? That was doing that song, "Living La Vida Loca." Oh fuck no! <laughs> that that was back in traveling, working, traveling all over the fucking country. Don't have yeah. nothing to do, just fucking randomly hook up with people and be like, "Ah, fuck it." Do I have a condom? Uh, nope. Do I want to go to Target one? Uh, nope. <laughs> uh, this, yeah, it's living La Vida. And alcohol, Loca. alcohol. Being an alcoholic. Being an alcoholic and and having sex with with strangers will fucking do that. Mm-hmm. I was too that's, drunk. That's what I've heard. I I don't know. Though. I don't know about that. There's some parts where I should have went to uh, sex. What is it? Uh, being in AA and being sexual. What is sex? Sexaholic? Sexaholics? Anonymous or something? Yeah. I don't, I don't know about that either. I, I should have been in probably both. So just just in AA. So, so um, I guess well, I would go. I've watched Volume Two multiple times. I don't think I've watched. I don't. I haven't seen the first one multiple times. I've seen it maybe twice, but not more than that. Not all the way through twice. What well, more I, than twice? I'd say so, this like I, I I don't I haven't watched the first one like multiple times, just because once um how you call it uh, what's his name Yondu fucking died. Yeah, I was like, oh fuck, man. I'm like, I thought that I thought they could have done so much with him in in the, in the in the next couple of films. Yandu did his thing though. He got he got in and uh he was very impactful when he was there. Uh 
it's just uh, I don't. What uh, is that? The first one or the second one? That's the first one. Oh, okay. Um, I was just uh, going through and getting it Yon- Yondu. Cause I thought I thought I thought that could be a little bit more better. Well, the second one See, he died. He died in the second one, right? Yeah, in the second one. At in the, the second one, it just to me like when I knew that he died in the second one, I didn't never watch the first one again because it was just like, oh fuck. There's so much shit you could done, still do with Yondu that would have been great. You know. Mm-hmm. And then like, that's one thing. But also makes me relate to 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 Quill is that hey he lost it. He finally found that. Who is like you know he is, his dad is but he knew who his dad w- really was mm-hmm. you know he knew his fa- he found out who his father was but he knew who his, his dad, dad was. was yeah and then losing his dad and then then losing the love of his life on top of that it, yeah uh, you know I I realized I had a mother I had multiple I had, I had a mother I had an adopted mother mm-hmm. but I knew who my mom was yeah and. I'm losing her, losing him. I had it reverse. Quill lost his the parent that he he thought that was his, finally found, and then his love. I lost my love. Then I lost the person that would help me through all this shit. I lost her like months after. Mm-hmm. So that yeah, I like I said that makes me so that's Quill in that first in, in the first part of three is the most relatable character in in whole the Marvel. Um, Universe. Yeah. MCU. Yeah. But other than that, I, I thought Karen Gillum's uh, performance as Nebula in 3 is, was probably one of the best. Uh-huh. Um, she's taking that whole lead because they were like, oh, you're going to be the new leader at the end. They were like, Nebula's going to be the leader? And be like, no, I'm staying here and take care of the, the kids because she wanted to take care of the kids. The, the the orphans because mm-hmm. she never knew her like her parents you know yeah she wanted to make a better world for them and then having uh Drax um there with her to take care of these kids is like oh that's fucking awesome you know yeah and Drax. I don't understand I don't understand Mantis going off and trying to figure herself out of like I don't get that where is Mantis oh that's Mantis huh what's her name um Palm, Palm Clintoff, Clementif, I don't know. Okay, oh yeah, Clement, Clementif, She looks totally different. Yeah, she don't look like like. But uh, I don't um, think she looked like that. <coughs> but oh. I just think it was just I, you know, just how the characters and then oh. knowing how the whole fucking movie going through it at the end, it's like okay, Chris Pat, uh, Quill, Quill's going back home to Earth. Yeah. Go find his grandfather. Finds his grandfather, and then at the end of the movie, just eating dinner, eating breakfast at, uh, with his grandfather, he's, he said, Star-Lord shall return. I was like, oh, shit. He's not done. Yeah. So that's going to be fucking great. Like, I was I, I was kind of like, like, what they're going to do? Like, I think there's rockets coming back, obviously, because he has to take care of the new... Yeah, the, the new, guardians. new guardians and uh, Groot is gonna be King Groot, something like that. And then you got you know, uh, Adam Warlock is joining. He made a a face turn. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's gonna be interesting in the future, but mm, you know, 
You know the guy uh Adam Warlock, which is a Will was a Will Will Poulter. Poulter. He was very good in uh We're the Millers. Remember that? That was funny. Yeah. With Jason Sudeikis. Back he, to Jason he played, Sudeikis. It was very, very believable that he got bit by a fucking spider yes, on his he, fucking dick. Yeah. That was hilarious. And the face he made, I can still see it now, was hilarious. Yeah. I just, hilarious. I just think I, I, I think they, they did a lot of things right. And I think I, I, I can't wait to see what's going to happen in the future. You know, I don't know what's going to happen in the future because mm-hmm. I have no clue what Is what could happen. James Gunn still going to run it all? No. No, he, so James, he's so, so James Gunn... He is, actually over DC now, right? Yeah, he's he's now in charge of all all the DC movies. So hopefully, it make, makes, hopefully he's going to make sense in the DC universe because nothing makes sense, which is oh, fucking crazy. Oh, yeah, in the DC universe, yeah. Um, and that's and that's a problem they had back just making the fucking Supermans over and over and mm-hmm. and it's like different Supermans, different Supermans, different scenarios, different. I'm like, what the f-? like, do it with the Batmans? Okay, I understand you're trying to make who play the different Batmans. They try to make it. They try to make Superman and Batman like into the James Bond. Who's gonna be the new James Bond? Uh-huh. Okay, understandable, but goddamn, the fucking none of the storylines <laughs> played out. After one or a fucking other, and it's just like, what the fuck are we doing? They can't build a universe like like Marvel did. Well, Marvel came out and made a plan. Like, okay, we're going to do Iron Man, and then with Iron Man, we're going to plant the seeds, and then mm-hmm. here we're going to speculate. It was a fucking well. Like I said, I don't think, and and the, and the thing is, is you know, I always said, is some of the time the movies after Endgame has come out for for Marvel has kind of been like disappointing is because it took 20 movies to get to Endgame and then it was so climatic that what else are you going to do? Like, what's next? Like, Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of build up. There was what, 20, 20 movies? 20 movies, up. 10 over like 13 years to get to this one point. Now we're at that point. Now what? Now this is like this multi-universe shit, and I'm like, I don't, I, I, I kind of don't like it, but it just like, I, I don't know. It's, it, it's gonna be interesting. It is. It's funny how the Flash is about to, is doing exactly what the fucking Spider-Man did to you last year mm-hmm. in a movie, kind of the same plot almost. Funny. Hmm. Hum. Hmm. Hum. Hmm. 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 But yeah. So I, I just think it's going to be, you know, with Marvel, there's going to be so much great because just how, like, how great, how good the X-Men were. Like, oh, yeah, the X-Men movies come out. It's going to be good. Yeah. yeah. Now it's going to be like, oh, shit. What's going to do now is because Marvel's, Marvel, Disney Marvel is going to be is this fucking great thing right now, what they're going to do to make it great. So it's going to be, it makes it more interesting. Yes, it does. um, There, there's a lot to, lot to, lot to see, lot to see going forward. So, you wanted to put Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack in with the all-time greatest? uh, I think, 
I think when you think about about soundtracks and movies, and sometimes like some there are some movies that you can recall and you have those soundtracks that just like, man, that's some fucking great fucking soundtracks that you always remember. Yeah. Um, you can probably think of like top of my head would be Breakfast Club. Yeah. Um. Um. Quentin Tarantino. Uh. I'm, I'm losing my fucking Pulp mind. Fiction? Pulp Fiction. It's just some. sometimes you have those movies where the, the fucking soundtrack is so fucking great. One Top Gun. Okay. Uh, Ghost. Okay. Um, you Bo- just have those. Boomerang was, was, was a great one. Boomerang. Yeah. You have the, some of those great uh, movies with the soundtracks. Purple Rain. Yeah. But I think what Galaxy, Galaxy and the, the Gardens of the Galaxy did is... Their soundtrack and what they how they implemented music throughout the movie it has been was fucking great. Yeah, the best use of a soundtrack. Yes. Yeah. And then you go look at the the, the songs. And it's like they're not some of these. Some songs are are great songs on itself. You like you hear them be like, oh yeah, that's that's one of their greatest albums. Mm-hmm. You know. But there's a lot of like bands that were in their errors that weren't. Great, but the songs and he brings you back like fuck. That song was a great fucking song, and then when they played in certain scenes, it was like fuck. That's a great fucking song. That's mm-hmm. a great song for that moment of this movie. Yeah. So I, yeah, m- the use of a soundtrack is probably the best ever. Like, yeah, it, the, just the placing the songs are some of the best all time. Like. Uh, yeah. Like earlier, we were talking about how they, uh, you said they opened it with a creep. So they're just not, just not where the regular, the, the, the song yeah. is the acoustic that kind of makes it kind of more, like, not over the mellow, top. More mellow, more mellow, more melancholy than what it should be, yeah. than what it was. It's not all the, the banging. It's more, more depressing, like. Yeah. Has more gravity, more, more weight to it. It's heavier. And then, you know, Radiohead's a all-time selling band all time. Yeah, okay, that's like. The, but then you got bands like Rainbow. That, not not a great 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 band, but once you hear the song, you'd be like, damn, I forgot they made that song. And like, I wasn't born in the seventies. I wasn't raised in the seventies. But damn, that song should have hit when it came out. Because it was a it's a good fucking yeah. good feeling song. Like. Yeah. So just like how they play and everything is like, oh, fucking great. And it's just like, okay, this gets a point across. And then, uh, then they got like songs that, like for bands that like like Space Hog in the '90s. A lot of people probably never heard of them. I'd never heard of them. But then when you hear it, and it's like, right, man, it's perfect. Name Space Hog. Album uh, in the meantime, uh, the album it's off of is Resident Alien. It has everything fucking Gardens of the Galaxies like yeah. boom. The album cover is a fucking passport of an alien pig. <laughs> it it's set up for to be perfect for a song for Gardens of the Galaxy, and just uh, like this part right here. If you're flying in a spaceship and this song's playing, it's perfect fucking spaceship flying yeah. song. I'm- through space like it just it just fits like yeah 
Ride to space. We're and going to where we got to go. And then they got, like, once again, they got great bands of all time. Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah, you hear that, you know immediately what you're, what you're supposed to be feeling right there. You know, you're supposed to be feeling kind of in love, but it's kind of restricted. It's not, it's not, you know, going, uh, it's not crazy love. Like you're, you're like, but I love some person, but they're at a, a arm's distance, you know? And it's like, you know, just like, I, I can almost get you, but I can't. But you also are, you feel the love. The love is there. You know what I mean? Oh, I understand. Then, uh, I gotta stand up. All right. But we fall asleep. Yeah, I, yeah, I see. So, so then, uh, up. then you got, didn't it? Damn, I can't even. Oh, fuck him. So then, then you guys got, then you got, uh, some, some album, some, see, you sing it in your trip. Then you got a lot of, a lot of stuff that you don't normally don't hear from bands you don't know, bands you don't know of. Then they got, they started playing like Beastie Boys. Yeah. It's like, the value from fuck, I was like, fuck, man. I was like, listening, I'm like, dude, like, Beastie Boys is in a fucking, in this shit. It's like one of those songs, like Great Fight Scene, like, you ready to fight? Yeah. Hell it's, it's yeah. Fight. You know, if you hear this, you know, this makes white people want to fight. <laughs> Nothing makes you want to fight than three Jewish guys from fucking New York yeah. rapping. Rapping? It makes you want to fight, though. But guess what? All rappers wanted to be like the Beastie Boys to be fucking famous. Uh, okay. Yes. Think about it. Yes. They were... They were global famous. One of the first rap groups that were global famous. Hit the next, the next track. Dog days. Dog days are over by Florence and the Machine. Yeah. See, Florence and the Machine hits and misses a lot. This song hits though. I love her in concert. Like her performing is fucking awesome. You know how I got introduced to this song? By uh, another group, Pentatonics, they perform this on their show. The show they they originally came on, I forgot the name of it. it was an acapella show, and they performed this song phenomenally. You, you have to, you would have to. Uh, Pentatonics, I never heard of Pentatonics. You never heard of Pentatonics? Are no. you serious? No. Oh my god! What? No. Pentatonics is an acapella group. And uh, four people, no five people, and they um. Is it more kind of like uh, um, like the movie uh, Pitch Perfect kind type shit? Yeah. 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 But it's not that big of a group. They're, they're doing it with four, five, two, two guys, no three, four guys and one girl. I don't know why I said two, two white guys, two black guys and a white girl. And they're actually from Texas, which is kind of crazy. But they performed this, and they and they had and they did it with like a guy doing beatboxing, which was amazing. And the guy, it was a bass. It actually was. Uh, they've changed now. Okay, okay. This. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This We're going through the like Redbone. This is one of those classic songs that you, you just wouldn't think about it 
back in the day, like, oh well, shit, this I is got a great fucking song. By the, uh, the first Galaxy, the first Guardians. Yeah, this, yeah, this is what came off of the first Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, and you see him, and then they were introduced to him on, uh, what was it, Infinity? No, Endgame. When he go back and you see him <laughs> and you hear uh, Rhodes call him, oh, so he's an idiot. <laughs> the first time he meets Quill. Oh, fucking idiot. <laughs> Which was one of the funniest lines. I, I remember listening to, I forgot, uh, one of my uncles used to listen to it all, Redbone all the time. So I was just like, when I heard it in the movie, I was like, oh, shit. Like, that's, I would not think of that. Did, but, man, you know, the, just some of the some of the great seventies. It was it was like okay songs, but it was just like damn, they're really fucking good. It's just that you never thought they were that great. What type of they, there's a there's a really they call it something yacht rock or some shit yacht like that yeah I think okay I can see that it's like you play this on the boat yeah 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 it's like you're sailing yeah like it's just it's it just yacht rock type shit yeah nothing it's not heavy yeah. you know at the same time as you got Led Zeppelin out yeah this is not this is not nothing Led Zeppelin-ish. Like Three Dog Night. Three Dog Night is Joy to the World. Three Dog Night. The Bullfrog. Was a good friend of mine. They just play some of the great fucking songs of like. Oh wow! Uh, on the headphones here, it goes to the right, yeah. and then it switches over. So, so like the different, so you had the two guitar bands, so one would play, and then you had the other one, so to make sure you hear both, get the surround sound of like the music back in the day. Then you got, um, of course, Marvin Gaye on, on the, I think, was, was this the first one, or the second one? This, I think this was the... Second one, right? Because he was, play played this with Tamara, uh, with Kam- Kamara. I think it was the end of the second one. Yeah. Yeah, it was the end of the second one. So let's say then you got... You got this is a famous uh, bass line. Or, you know, guitar riff. That's that's a riff. Yeah. Now you have the bass line coming in. There it is. This is probably famous from Forrest Gump, huh? Oh, that, this is famous from a couple of movies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's one of those songs that you could play in like a, a lot of different. Uh, I'm trying to remember because the, the, the next song on this playlist, this is the official mixtape of Guardians of the Galaxy. It's on Spotify. They got the the Cherry Bomb, Cherry Bomb from the Runaways. I'm trying to remember what was this on two when they were like in the running from the. Uh, Yeah. Is it? Is that the? I think they just played the the instrumental, but they didn't play like the. Uh, yeah. 
Probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah, because I don't remember the words. I, we can have a whole show just about this song, about this band, and what changed the music industry. A lot of people forget about them and, and who they are. It's a great story. They actually made a, a movie, The Runaways. Oh, that's the name of the movie? Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So I don't know shit about them. Yeah, a lot of people don't know about them, and then finally the story came out. They came up about it, but that, that, that group, Wow. What they what they did music, how they changed music. Here's George Harrison, one of the Beatles. One of his probably top songs that he did by himself, uh, "My Sweet Lord." Um, not my type of uh, type of music. But then you got the the Pina Colada song. Partners in Crime. So, see that you think the New Orleans group Partners in Crime. <laughs> so, when I hear this song, you know what I'm thinking about? I'm thinking about uh, Grown Ups. Grown Ups 2, mm-hmm. when uh, your boy had the KFC bucket on his head dancing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, just some, they, they just keep like the, you got the, the five star stair steps like ooh child uh, just so great yeah. it's just so good just yeah. how they place music into the thing especially um ooh, child. Things are gonna get easy. I mean shit parliament you think of a remake of uh Tracy Tracy Chapman I think it was mm. or um something like mm. that yeah parliament Every Friday night, you hear this shit going on. <laughs> then, like, I, I think what what probably brought back the Electric Light Orchestra back, Mr. Blue Sky. I mean, shit, that the opening scene of of, of of Volume Two with a little group dancing. It kind of brought life back its own for for Mr. Blue Sky. I think, you know, it's great. Then you got uh, hooked on a feeling. We're just gonna just trying to get through and get the hookah chaka. Was this in like Ferris Bueller's Day Off or something like that? No, I think not. Not Ferris. What kind of feeling? This has been in a lot of movies. Oh yeah, a lot of it's a great, good feel, good yeah. feel, mute time song. Good old Michael and his Nigga. brothers, Jackson Michael, Five. Michael Jackson. No, this is the Jackson Five. This is before. It was Michael Jackson and the Jackson Five? <laughs> I mean, just uh, just a different going from to soul to R and B to. Rock to yacht rock to pop rock, just so many different things to go in and out of different things. Then you got like some of these songs, like 10 CCs, like a song, like man, I'd never heard until I'm like, 
fuck. That's a good fucking song. Mm-hmm. Just to, I'm like sitting there. I'm like, I can, I can sit there in my mind, and I can see them in the studio making the song. You have the fucking keyboard, bass, the synth, bass. It just like playing and just like fuck man like it's a fucking great song to just to me and it's a great song to drink to too I wouldn't doubt that I think any song is a great song to drink to no 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 just think it's gospel just think if you <laughs> shut out the lights put like a little red light in the corner and just and just sit in a dark room with this little red light going on and listen to this song and drink good drinking song Especially for a breakup or or like you're feeling some type of way, uh-huh. just just you just like like fuck it. But then you got like you got thin Lizzie that just makes you want to come up. Like, yeah, let's go. So I just you know, there's some great. We can go on and on and on with this shit, you know. Father and Son by Yusuf and Cat Stevens. It's one of those songs. And I'll tell you about this song. This is one of those songs you really sit down and listen to it. It might be one of you. It's a great song if you, if you just sit there and be like, fuck. You're still young. That's your fault. There's so much you have to know. Find a girl, settle down. If you want, you can marry. Look at me. I am old, but I'm happy. Why are you fucking laughing? That song is a. It's like he's talking. He is. Give me a little bit more. When you found something going on, I'm not laughing, please. But take your time, think a lot. It's just like I think of everything you've got, but you will still be here tomorrow. Trying to find the uh, but your dreams may not. How can I try to explain when I do? He turns away. Great father son song. Same old story. They don't make songs like this anymore. No. Could you imagine hearing this on the radio? Who would make it? Lil Nas X? I know, that's what I'm saying. Probably talk, he's more, talking about more about getting, getting fucking booty fucked. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, I mean, you know. Oh, that sounds. Otis, I mean, it's uh, Sam Cooke. Oh, I know this song. Yeah. Yeah. If you ever change your mind, I mean, shit. You got Gloria Gaynor. A vocal expression right here. At first, I was afraid. I was petrified. So you don't hear it. You hear this song so often on TV. Replacements. Josie. We're all in prison. They're like, we're going. We're going to line dance to fucking I Will Survive in jail. Yeah, that was like, yeah, if I'm going to jail, I'm not line dancing to fucking I Will Survive. But I mean, 
shit, I'm like, we're going through, we're almost at the end of the song songs. Put the album on and just barbecue and have this on a barbecue and be like, fucking man, get the steak, let's go. And then, you know, of course, they have like a big time bands too. Not just like the small bands, they got the big bands, they got Fleetwood Mac. Which, if you listen to the KR podcast, you'll know that this is one of my top five bands of all time. Fleetwood Mac? Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, they've done some good shit. When I told Kurt that, Kurt was like, what the fuck? Really? And I'm like, yes, Fleetwood Mac. Why would you Why would you doubt that? Well, because I'm I'm a grunge head. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I grew up in the grunge. And the amazing thing is, and we're going to have, a, we're gonna have a, a strictly music episode soon where we're just going to talk about your music, my music. We're, we're going to have, like, music episodes. Yeah. Uh, here on 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 the Fat Banter podcast, Fat Banter, and and the thing is, is like it's kind of funny because I never hung out with nobody with the same music. I have never in my life hang out with someone with the same fucking music preference as I do. Uh, me either, to be honest. So like when like in elementary school, like my first album was Michael Jackson Thriller. Mm-hmm. That was the first album I owned as a kid. Okay. Um. But then you know I was a, I was the only white kid in, in 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 the school, so I was listening. But back in one year in elementary school, you really weren't really. I was listening to music a lot, but not we weren't talking about music in school. No, um, don't talk about music as a six year old. Then when you start going into like the <laughs> sixth, like uh, you know fifth, sixth, seventh grade, when you start getting into really heavy into music, I was you know I'm the only person in the fucking school like in religious class. We were supposed to bring our favorite album. I'm the only motherfucker that walks in there with fucking The Chronic. And I went to a school, my mom put me in an all-white school where there's only one black kid in the school. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm the, and, the, and he brings fucking, God, what did he brought? He brought something like Aerosmith or some shit. And I'm, I walk up in the religion class, and I'm coming with the fucking Chronic album. I'm like... Mm. I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" You can't play that here, son. Oh, okay. I, I got, I got suspended. Yeah, he got suspended for, for the, playing the crime. Well, because they, they well, the, no, the the thing was the 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 assignment was, it's called bringing the music, the anti-pure Christian music, like bring something that that sinful music. Oh, really? Yeah. To and then she was going to really, she was just basically shitting on it. So I brought. The Chronic album, Nevermind by Nirvana, which has the little fucking naked little baby mm-hmm. in the pool, showing it, and his fucking dick's right on the fucking cover. <laughs> and then, uh, what was the third album? Oh, bought Purple Rain. And um, she was like, she, she, she just go to the office. She was like, there's a fucking marijuana leaf on the fucking cover. You're like, you need to go to the office. I was like, well, fuck this shit. But yeah, I was like, I never had the same taste of music with everybody. I had, like, I have a real wide, eclectic range of music. Eclectic. Yeah. See. Yeah. 
Like I, I go from, you know, jazz back in the in the twenties and thirties to blues to to R and B to not rap now. I can't stand this shit to come out now. Well, not not don't categorize it all together. No, no, I'm not saying. I, that's what I said. Yeah. To rap that shit right now, I don't listen to. Because you like Kendrick Lamar? Kendrick is good. Kind of. Kind of? Kind of. I like uh, J. Cole. J. Cole's my guy. I kind of. I, I kind of. Because, but like, to me, like, growing up with, with, with Nas, Tupac, mm-hmm. Biggie, Big Pun, at, Dude, I don't. There's no one like like Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, Kendrick Lamar is good, but I don't think he's not that level. Well, there's not going to be people. Well, at, at one point you also like what you like, and if you're not, if they're not making what you like, but it's also too is like Kendrick Lamar is not my age. Yeah, you know I yeah, don't relate to exactly. what to his age, but you know Jay Z. You can, you can relate. Well, no, he's older than us. But um, I can, look, look, no, like that, this, this is not the episode to go into Jay Z because I think Jay Z made great fucking club music. Mm-hmm. But to say something to 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 relate to, no, fuck no. No, I wasn't gonna say you relate to because you can't really relate to him. Yeah, I can relate to fucking <laughs> I what I saw on the streets with like like fucking Tupac. Yeah, I can relate to that shit. Oh. But I can't relate to to fucking bottles of uh, Don P in the fucking club like fucking Jay Z. Like no, I was just I was just playing with my cord. That's all. Oh okay. I was I, I was just I was just moving it aside. All right. A, you um you cut out for a second. I was oh 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 shit. Oh no, we're good. I thought I was on another planet. No. Nah. So. <laughs> yeah. So uh yeah. To relate to, to I can't really relate to anybody's rap. Uh, that's why I'm not. I wouldn't consider myself a rap guy. No, I, I'm more sing. sing I, to I can I can relate R&B. to like <laughs> I can relate to a little bit more like to Lil John like like yeah mm-hmm. like we're going to the club and we're going to fucking like let's get fucking bucked and. Fuck somebody up! Oh, Ooh, that, 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 that's me. It's me and Sam in the in, in a bucket. Let's mm-hmm. go. Mm-hmm. We're gonna go. Yeah, or it let's used go. To be. Uh, it used to be. Yeah. yeah. When, when we're, we're when both drinking your... and we're both young, yeah. we did some dumb shit. Mm-hmm. Um, on that note too, there's gonna be a new podcast from the company. Uh, being Sam is gonna be doing a uh, podcast. Uh, we there's gonna be a whole bunch of things we talk about. Uh, but uh, probably some reminiscing of uh, some dumb shit that we used to do. Probably coming soon. Some point coming soon. We're st- it's I got uh, we're working on it. Probably first episode, maybe by the end of summer. All right, coming August. You say probably yeah, probably August. August twenty twenty three. August or so, yeah. Y'all have a name? Um, it's going to be the Paris and Pratt podcast. Paris and Pratt. And people are gonna be like, "What the fuck is Paris and Pratt?" We both uh, met in junior high school at Gregory Junior High School in the Seventh Ward, and the school is on Paris and Pratt, and so that's where that's the or the main bus stop was for the uh, for the uh, for uh, Gregory and uh, 
I, I, it's kind of like give the reverence. So we're both from Gentilly, and that's our that's our neighborhood. That's awesome. That is awesome. All right. Well, I think we could uh, start <laughs> wrapping this down yeah, because we're 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 at that almost that ninety minute mark, and I like to get these done before ninety minutes or so. So. Uh, any last thoughts, Kevin? Any last thoughts? Uh, the NBA Finals are starting this week, so we probably talk about that next week. Um, we, if it's not over by next week, yeah, if it's, it's probably probably. Well, first games tomorrow, Thursday. Second games Sunday. Probably next game is probably Tuesday. See so that, I, this be, is what I don't like. Probably three zero. This is what I don't like about the the NBA Finals. Like it's two two days before fucking each game is fucking stupid. Okay. I, I, like why do you need two fucking days rest? Like you don't need two days rest in any time of the fucking year, but you're gonna do two days rest in the fucking finals. Hey, these fucking players, these young players these days are fucking soft. <laughs> uh, S W A F T swaft. Okay, all right, we can we can do that. And uh, seeing the sound waves is trippy, trippy. Yeah, I need you not to look at the sound waves ever again. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. So shout out Chip. I said I was gonna give you a shout out if you listen. If you stayed this long, I appreciate you listening. Um, Chip Appeal, I like to call her. Um, shout out Sam. Sam, I said I was gonna give you a, a um a shout out for a small fee. Uh so your invoice is in the mail and we should uh be receiving that shortly. Um shout out everybody that's ever had to um use two belts to keep their pants up. What? <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me that's fucking what, what's going on right now. No, it's not right now, but in the past that's happened. Two belts for for football practice, for football. I couldn't have one belt, so I had to have two belts. Holy fucking Christ! Yeah, believe it. They didn't have a belt long enough for me. So God yeah, we damn, did, we did that. That's a first. And I I I had I had linemen. I had. Uh, Damn, I had fucking teammates that had to have like different color pants because they're d- different pants, but never a fucking belt. The belt was that's a new one for two me. Two belts put together. That's a new that's one for me. That's football in Texas. Texas football. Texas high school football. Where we have two belts at once. Yeah, um the fat people problems. Um sweating. I just dis- I discovered this morning that um I'm gonna do a good minute to minute and a half of cold water before I get out the shower as to uh cool down my body because the hot water and I noticed I had to get in the cracks and crevices to cool down my body. I was doing that and I was like, Yes, this works and it got out, there wasn't no steam on the mirror, I was happy. Uh, yeah. Um, I used to do that in high school. You did that? Just a, it was just more just as a shock. Well, I saw that it was a um a good thing to do 
It's like the cold plunge or whatever. When you lower just, your body temperature or I just did it to, to shock the body to get out the shower just to just say fuck you. I uh, I had no purpose. You said just, fuck you to your body? Yeah, it's fuck you to myself. Like oh, fuck okay. you. Okay. Like you nice and warm and man, fuck you. Mm. Uh I also y- ate dog biscuits on the sideline too, so that's Yeah. There's just, things that, that was weird. you know people Not weird. do. I was fucked up in the head back then. Uh huh. Exactly. Um. Okay, I guess that's where we'll f- finish this. I guess. Uh, did the wife text me like, "Get your ass home"? No, she haven't texted me. Not yet. <laughs> but uh, it's that time. Yep. All right. Well. <laughs> Until our next episode, uh, this is uh, EJ uh, signing out, and say bye, Kevin. Bye, Kevin.